Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guests, Dr. Marina Jansen, a cardiologist with CHI Franciscan, and Miriam Barnett, a survivor, a woman who had open-heart surgery two years ago. Both women are ambassadors this year for American Heart Month, which is February. Heart disease continues to be the number one killer of women. We need to change that. So both have important insights and information to help us be good caretakers of our own heart health. And education is key. So let's meet these important guests and learn about the steps we need to take to take charge and go red for women. Well, good morning. It's so wonderful to welcome both of you, Dr. Marina Jansen and Miriam Barnett, to be with us this morning to talk heart health. And I don't think I have to really encourage either of you to say heart health is like the most important thing on our whole agenda, our whole life. Right. Both of you would agree. Oh, Absolutely. Yes. So course. let's start with you, Dr. Jansen, as yeah. a cardiologist. Yeah. And I have to say, it's very thrilling to have a woman cardiologist, especially when we're talking about heart health, particularly in terms of women. So here, you know, we can feel that resonance with you that right. you really come from that same basis uh, as we do, because we want to know directly from you about our good health. Right. Thank you. Yes. Women tend to be uh, resilient, and we just a lot of times ignore our problems. Something hurts, so what? Probably stress. And uh, I see that day after day in clinic, and people ignore until more serious problems um, come up. And the go red for women awareness is raising awareness about heart disease and making sure that we don't ignore those kinds of concerning symptoms, make sure that women take charge of their own health, make sure we know our important numbers like cholesterol and blood pressures and weight and so on. So it is very important for me as a cardiologist. I'm very proud to to be a part of this uh, campaign and uh, participate, and especially being an ambassador for Go Red for Women. It's uh, very empowering, and uh, I'm very proud to to be part of it. And it's really an incredible platform then because you already have this desire to inform and exactly, educate. Right. And here it's giving you even you know more of that stage, if you will, right, to do that, right? Right, right because there is only so many patients I can see per day and try to educate and help them out and their choices, whether it's diet or their exercises or their blood pressures. But here we have a much bigger audience. So it's uh, my pleasure to, to provide as much information as I can. And ideally to get that information, that education out ahead of time so we don't end up coming to you as patients, hopefully. Or if you end up coming to me as patients, you come in as a healthy person for preventative measures okay. so that we work together, make sure you never need a heart surgery or a stent or any kind of other procedures or anything like that. Right. So that's what we're all about is more of that education right. coming up. Raising awareness. Right. And we can also learn so much from those who have been down a path where other things have had to happen, such as surgery. 
<laughs> Isn't that right, Miriam? <laughs> that is very correct. So my story, I, I think Dr. Jansen's being very generous to say women are resilient, and that might be why we're why we don't pay attention to symptoms. I would say what I've learned is that I was being very stubborn when I first started getting chest pain. So my my work. Um, from where my office is to downtown Tacoma, I'm a walker and I like to walk to as many meetings as I can. And I actually never even um, noticed that going back to my office from downtown is on an incline because it's not super steep. So I never saw it has a hill. Yeah. But it was steep enough that my heart uh, decided it didn't really like it uh, anymore and um, was giving me signs like pain, um, shortness of breath. But I didn't, I didn't want to, I was busy. I didn't, even consider that I should be paying attention. So I decided it was all in my head. Um, the minute they hit, I was like, wow, what's this about? And I thought, well, you know, you're 61 and your dad was 61 when he died of a heart attack. You know, my dad died when I was 18 of a one and only heart attack. And um, it's just psychosomatic. You're having sympathy pains because somehow your body's remembering that he died at 61. Like, mm -hmm. I know this doesn't make a lot of sense, but stay with me. See, this is where my <laughs> thought was because I was making excuses, right? Because I was busy. And when I'd get to work really out of breath and, and with pain in my chest, I would just sit at my computer and get back to work and it would dissipate. And so I let that go on for longer than I want to admit, but it was at least three weeks, um, and I just didn't tell anybody about it. It happened every time I would take that little walk. Um, and finally, I went farther to a meeting where it included climbing stairs and a longer hill, and I really felt bad. I mean, I really was having trouble by the time I got back to work. My left arm hurt. I really felt nauseous. I just felt miserable. And I told my HR director, who happened to be at her desk, her office is next to mine, that I hadn't told anybody about this, but whenever I exert myself, I'm having these issues. And she freaked out. Understandably. <laughs> right response. Yeah. Yes. And insisted I, I go to urgent care. And when I argued about that, she insisted I call the urgent care nurse, which I did do after answering some emails. <laughs> um, and right. that, that was the beginning of my journey to open heart surgery. Which happened how soon after that, we'll call it an episode, that experience? Oh, that's, it was about, uh, all in about five weeks later. The yeah. surgery occurred. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because when I went to urgent care, I didn't leave. I went from there to the emergency room. And um, because they knew something was wrong. Mm -hmm. um, and when the cardiologist who I met for the first time in the emergency room came to talk to me, you know, when I was still on the stretcher, um, he said, well, you know, I've heard your story from the urgent care doctor, but please tell me your story yourself. I want to hear it from you because they were going to do a nuclear stress test. Mm -hmm. um, and he heard my story from me and he said, you know what? We're bypassing that. I can tell something's wrong. He said, either, you know, we'll find, well, we might find out that nothing's wrong mm -hmm. or we'll find out that maybe we need to change our medications a little bit because I'm genetically diabetic and high cholesterol and all that. I'm on medication. He goes, or the third scenario will be you'll need open heart surgery. And he kept talking, and I quit listening because I I'm knew sure it wasn't that. Right. It wasn't that. If anything, it wasn't that. I just couldn't even go there. And then, of course, after they did a procedure, they're like, uh, you, you need open heart surgery. And so it was quite a shock. So, yeah, it's, and it's so not it, something you should aspire to have. No. And it took some weeks then to go through all the tests and determine just where it was until surgery was scheduled. Right. Exactly. 
And so I did have a little bit of time to kind of get my work all wrapped up. Get prepared. Get prepared, which was a blessing. Mm-hmm. Not everybody gets that because I did not have a heart attack. Right. Um, I was going to be going on a trip on Thursday, and I was in the hospital on a Tuesday. And uh, I wanted to do my trip to go see my daughter in uh, Santa Barbara before I was going to. And then I thought, well, I will go to a doctor because this keeps happening. The emergency room doctor told me if I had gotten on the plane, I would have um, had a heart attack. And they would have had to divert the plane. So gratefully, that didn't happen. I had an angel, which I say is my father, who watches over me since I was 18. Because that was the thing. The symptoms were exactly the same as what your father had experienced. Is that right? Well, my father uh, literally dropped my mom off at what used to be the Opera House. Now it's McCaw Hall. um, Because my mother was going to the ballet and my dad didn't like the ballet. So he actually was going to work out. He had just joined the... This is in 1974. He was he had just joined the European Health Spa as a lifetime member. He was a member for like two weeks. Wow. But he was going to work out. And then he turned the corner at Fifth and Broad in Seattle and had a massive heart attack, a one and only. So he never picked my mother up, oh, needless to no. say. Um, so that that's what happened to him. And he had said to my mom, you know, I don't feel quite right. Mm -hmm. If I feel like this tomorrow, I'll go to the doctor. So, you know. So that also sounds just like you were saying. I'm so blessed because it could have been me. Yes. Yes. So Dr. Jansen, listening to Miriam's story just really seems like all these classic little episodes that we hear about in general. But here she is telling this as her personal experience. Do you find that with other patients that come to you? Yeah, we, um, you know, as a cardiologist, I see patients every single day. And uh, we have certain scenarios in our head as doctors already that, uh uh-huh, this chest pain sounds like this is a real deal. And this is, this is probably not so much heart-related. And hearing Miriam's story uh, for the first time did ring a bell in my head that, yeah, this is definitely is concerning for a heart disease. And, you know, there were some not quite typical uh, symptoms that she had and she told me about earlier. The pains were sharp and, you know, the nausea and the pain in the left arm. It's something not quite typical, and women get what do we call atypical symptoms like that more than uh, men do because of our different hormonal makeup. There, you know, we have different anatomy. Our vessels are smaller, um, and she has a family history, and she had some other risk factors she didn't know about. So overall, if I would have been that cardiologist that saw her in the emergency department, I would have gone the same route of doing the angiogram and looking for blockages. This is pretty concerning picture. But, you know, it has, if that would have happened 20, 30 years ago, who knows where, we'll, you know, what kind of tests would have been done because the awareness wasn't quite there. Right. Um, you know, all the studies were done. Uh, primarily in male population because women have such an atypical symptoms and they are, I wanted to say resilient, she said stubborn. So, okay, so (laughs) the women (laughs) tend to be more stubborn. We're busy. We have kids. We have this and that. So I'll just ignore those symptoms, you know, and come in later. So 
women weren't quite, you know, um, they were the minority in the studies. And now that we recognize how many women die of heart disease every single year, and it still remains the number one killer in women every single year, the awareness is now raised, the education is out there, and every single emergency department doctor, urgent care doctor, is now aware of, okay, we've got to make sure this is not a heart attack because women have such unusual symptoms. Got to make sure that the heart is fine first. Yes. And then if that's okay, we'll look into something else. Maybe a stomach is hurting or something else. So, um, yeah, it used to be the education and awareness was much less um, than it is now. So um, that's what the Go Red campaign is all about, is to raise that awareness and spread it in the population outside of medical professionals. And so just keying in on Go Red, let's take a moment mm-hmm. to mention that really kicks off the whole month of February when we're right. focusing on heart health. We should be focusing on it every day, all year long, right? right. But February is really the focus. Go Red is an actual day that we do what? Wear red. Yes. Uh, wear red makeup, wear red clothes, and man should do the same. Red shirts, red socks, whatever it is. Yes. And people ask you what it is for. You say it is to raise awareness about heart disease in women. Don't ignore your symptoms. Go see your doctors. Know your numbers, particularly cholesterol. And um, that is the main goal. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, Miriam, you were telling us about then your story. There is that family, that genetic component. And you look slender. You look healthy. But you did mention high blood pressure and high cholesterol. Right. And and diabetes. diabetes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so those were predisposing you, but you were already eating properly and such, right? Correct. And so in a way, I think maybe I'm a good spokesperson because I'm maybe a little bit atypical that way. Um, When I was on the table before my surgery, one of the nurses commented that it didn't look like I should be there um, because I've been a vegetarian since I was 15. You know, I exercise. I have stress, but we all do. And I'm more aware of it now and conscious and take care of it more. But, you know, I just really um, am not the typical heart patient. But genetically, I, I absolutely am. And so sometimes we just can't control it. My husband thinks it's very unfair uh, right. because he's like, you're so healthy. Well, you do everything right. Like, why you? And I'm like, honey, I don't know. It's genetic. It really, really is from in my case. And it could be for others, too. And I think that's when we even tend to, like, make more excuses, right? Because I'm like, mm-hmm. well, it can't be me. I don't eat meat. It can't be me. Right. I don't smoke. Yeah. You know, I never don't have. Fit that profile. Right? I don't fit yeah. the profile. And it happened to me. And so it can happen to anybody. And that's why I'm a Go Red for Women ambassador, because I really do want to share my story. I'll be speaking at the Seattle luncheon on March 21st and to share my story with the audience, because I think if they can hear my story, which isn't typical, that maybe it will really wake women up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's certainly a big part of this education. I am so glad to hear you talking about that in terms of the atypical. There's a broad spectrum, right, Right. Dr. Jansen, of that atypical. Right, and it can be anything from chest pain that is sharp or maybe a heartburn 
It can be nausea. It can be just all of a sudden profuse sweat and dizzy and short of breath out of the blue. I don't know why. And it's, you know, we're used to having that or hearing that really tight pain that's in the center of the chest and feels like an elephant sitting on your chest. That's what the heart attack is. And that is typical, yeah. But the women with our hormones and our different anatomy, we frequently do not get that. We all of a sudden start getting sweaty and short of breath and near fainting spells. It's like, oh, what what is that happening? So you've got to pay attention to what it is you're feeling. Something is wrong, see a doctor. My mother was one of those people, I say was at the time, she still is living, but she was, this happened about 15, 18 years ago. She was at the hospital visiting a friend, started to feel nauseous, thought, oh, I better go home. She did. She went home from the hospital and decided to take a nap because she had nausea. Finally, she decided to call a neighbor. They took her to the hospital. She was having a heart attack. Right. So those kinds of things, you know, we need to take seriously, as both of you are saying to us this morning, is that kind of thing. Don't ignore something that's just out of the ordinary at that moment. Don't make excuses. No excuses. Yeah, Right. right. Something is bothering you, definitely seek medical attention. And wouldn't you rather, Dr. Jansen, have someone come to you with something that seemed out of the ordinary and then find that, yes, I guess it's not anything? Everything is normal. Right. Of course. That's why we're raising this awareness so people come to us before they develop all those problems. We can see them in the office, see their numbers, see their blood pressures, and check their cholesterol, make sure they're not diabetic, and discuss dietary changes, see if they're smoking or not, what what their weight and body mass index is, adjust all that and normalize all these numbers to prevent the badness from ever happening in the future. You've got a baseline. Everybody needs a baseline. Right. You've got to know your numbers. So let's talk about numbers. You've mentioned Mm -hmm. that a couple of times at least. Right. And CHI Franciscan actually has really like a big educational campaign. Right. Uh, We, you know, Franciscan, we've been promoting Northwest Healthy Lifestyle. And if you go to chifranciscan.org, you can look up all the resources available in that regard of uh, what Northwest Healthy means and what you need to uh, pay attention to. But when I'm talking know your numbers, I'm talking about the cholesterol numbers. You've got to keep your bad cholesterol. The LDL, it's abbreviated as LDL, that's bad cholesterol, uh, around 100 or less. You've got to make sure that your blood pressures ideally are around 120 over 60. You've got to make sure that your body mass index, ratio of your weight to to your height, is less than 25. Make sure you're not overweight. Make sure you exercise 30 minutes per day, at least five days a week. And of course, make sure you're not diabetic, which your doctor can check all those numbers for you. And if they are off, by any certain, you know, uh, figure out what it is we need to do, if that is medications, if it is 
dietary lifestyle changes, how to help you quit smoking. Those are all the important things you need to do, right? So get that information. If you don't know it now, get into your doctor and get that. Exactly, and get that, right. Right. So for you, Miriam, you knew some of these numbers, I'm guessing. Did Mm -hmm. you? Well, I'm already on medications for all of those. So you, so there was the awareness. Yeah, I already have genetically high cholesterol. I have high blood pressure, and I am uh, type two diabetic. Did so I'm you already know medicated. About those before your surgery? Oh yeah, yeah. I've, you knew. I've okay. at least I would say twenty years I've been mm-hmm. um, on medication for okay. all the all of those things, which once again I'm atypical. See, so I already have doctors. I already have to go yes. and get diabetic checkups right. all the time. Right. I'm very aware of it. My, both my children are like, you know, know that they could become diabetic and they're very aware of it too and have, you know, has young adults have gotten, uh, make sure they've had regular checkups. But even with all that, right, I still ignored that something was going on with me. Yes. Um, I just didn't want to even think about it, I guess. And so it just... Um, you can do everything right and still get the wrong result, you know? Right. <laughs> Megan, do you think that there's a feeling of maybe shame about that? I'm trying to figure out, you know, why some of us would will do that kind of thing. Like, yeah. I, I'm doing all the right things, so I couldn't possibly have a heart attack. That's, there's something so negative, like, oh, I don't want that stigma. Uh, not so much for me. I don't even think I thought of it. That deeply, yeah. uh-uh. um, I just think, you know, I can be stubborn. I was telling uh, a coworker of mine, I said, well, I'm going to go talk on the radio about how stupid I was. <laughs> and she said, you know, you weren't stupid, you're no. stubborn. Uh, and I right. said, okay, you're right. That's yes. perfect. Um, and so I just, you know, I'm busy. I have things I want to do. I want to go see my daughter. Like, not now. Like, can we wait on this? You know? <laughs> yes. That's and like I say, I'm common. just, yeah. I'm just very lucky that it happened to get just bad enough that I couldn't wait anymore. Right. Or at least I had a coworker hold me accountable to not waiting anymore. And you I know, might have. And that's something. There was something I feel maybe inside of you that you at least shared that. Yes. You didn't just say, oh, I'm not going to tell her. I'll, I'll just go work. At least you shared that. I felt you were, really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> at what, that point. Wasn't that a good thing, Dr. Jansen? <laughs> that that she, she shared that. Shared that. Yes, definitely. We do tend to postpone and ignore and we're busy and you know it's very common amongst all the patients that I see too and it's nothing wrong with people a lot of it is that again we're just not our awareness is not quite there yet so that's why we're trying to raise it yes don't ignore your health Exactly. And, you know, I'm um, in my day job. I'm the CEO of the YWCA right. in Pierce County, and we focus on um, serving domestic violence victims and their families. So, you know, every day what we're doing is really working to save lives. And so, right. you yeah. know, it's important work. And so you right. don't want to take time out for yourself when that's what your mission focus is. Especially um, if you believe that nothing is wrong with right, you. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Right, exactly. And that was what was so stunning when I met the surgeon. I actually got a woman surgeon from CSI Franciscan. Um, and when she came to meet me in the hospital before the surgery, she said, what do you do? And I told her. And she said, oh, my goodness. She goes, isn't it great that we both get to save lives? Oh. And it was just a stunning moment for me. And I knew I was in perfect hands mm-hmm. with her as my right. surgeon. 
Yes. And so we see that theme, that the thread of women running through this. Of course, this is what it's all about, this education. Go red for women. Exactly. Yes, the men in our lives, uh, brothers, partners, they're just all... Just as important. Yeah, just as important. Here to support, go red. Go yes. red, right. Yes. Yeah. And go red means to also educate yourself. And part of that education is knowing that you matter and that's okay to put energy and time into yourself to take the time. It does take time to stop and exercise, right? And we can make excuses for that too. But if you don't put yourself first, instead of always putting everybody else first, like we do often as women, um, then you're not really serving anybody well, right? You really do absolutely have to take care of yourself. And so that's another reason I'm passionate for, about being a Grow Red for Women ambassador, because I think that's a message that we really need to hear. We need just need to be given permission sometimes as women take to take care off. of ourselves. Yeah, right. Take a mental health day. Take a day to just focus on your own health. Right. So... That's another reason that my passion has been um, heightened through knowing about Go Red for Women and why I'm an ambassador now. And you're wanting to prevent women from having to go down that path, so thus the education. Yes. Just like Dr. Jansen. Right. As a cardiologist, the education to prevent. To prevent. Getting to surgery. Getting to surgery. Yep, exactly right. My motto is, don't be me. That's my motto. Okay. So, like. Do pay attention and don't ignore and don't make excuses and don't be stubborn and don't think that, well, it's probably nothing. It's probably all in my head. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put out a doctor to have to care about me when it's all in my head. In fact, I told the doctor in the emergency room that I was already on the, you know, the machines. And I said, you know, I just have to say, I really think this is probably all in my head. And he, he said something like, Oh, okay. Well, that's actually not something we're considering right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I said to my friend who was with me, like, what did he just say? And he said, well, he nicely said that, you know, you're crazy. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Miriam, the great denier. It could possibly yeah. be happening, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Go, go help someone else. I really don't need this. This isn't right. happening. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Not me. So what we really do want to underscore with with both of you present here, Miriam and Dr. Jansen, just to really pay attention in our lives, make ourselves be important, just like we would treat our sister, our mother, our friend, our child. Right. Exactly. Treat ourselves as one of those people too. Right, right, right. right. Exactly. So we know that you're both ambassadors for the American Heart Association, Mm -hmm. Go Red for Women. And you mentioned, Miriam, the uh, Seattle Luncheon, March the 21st. You're going to be speaking. Dr. Jansen, you're going to be at the Tacoma Luncheon? Right, right, Okay. Both of them, right. Oh, at both of them, okay. So the Tacoma Luncheon is a different date. It's uh, March 11th. March 13th. 13th, okay. Mm -hmm. March March 13th, 13th. and it's at the Mirana Hotel. Yes. And in Seattle, it it's is at the West End. At the, the West End. End. Mm-hmm. Both of these luncheons, uh, the luncheons are so great. I've been to numerous ones in Seattle. They're so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Being a luncheon, of course, there's lunch. And that's another great thing is to really experience that healthy luncheon. Abundant yeah. salad and so chock full of great things, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, and an opportunity to actually, in addition, donate to the American Heart Association. Yes. So they can continue to do this research and continue to care about focusing on educating women 
Yes. Right. Very important point because it's those dollars that go into all the research and the education as to why we have made the progress that right. we have already. In the first correct? place, right. And you can uh, find the resources, find how to get involved and how to donate for that purpose on the heart.org website. For our particular area, it's heart.org slash Puget Sound. So you can find all the resources there. You can get involved with the luncheons and uh, donate that way. The QFC's locations are going to accept donations as well throughout February, donations towards American Heart Association research. And every 80 cents out of each dollar go towards the research. So it's definitely big. It's raising awareness on one side and donations to help research and figure out how to help women in the first place. Those are all the goals. Yes, all so important. Very important. And one of the ways to really make this like this beacon shining out, Friday's coming up, (laughs) and it's Go Red Friday, right? Right. So everybody, wear something red. Wear red. Wear red. Show your pride in the color red. Yes, and really inform where people don't understand why we're wearing red, correct? Correct. Right. Yes. Um, You share why you do that. You can take pictures and post them on the social media and use hashtags Go Red Seattle or um, Go Red South Sound. Um, That's one of the ways to get involved and then again attend luncheons and so on. You can get all your coworkers to wear red, educate your coworkers in the process. So there's all sorts of opportunity with wearing red. Absolutely. Well, this has been just so wonderful to have both of you very strong women and very gentle women. At the same time, educating and informing. I'm so grateful to both of you for taking time to be here and to help with this education. It's so important. So let's all go red. Go red. Let's all go go red. red. Yay. All right. Thank you so much. And thank you. Thank you. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Miriam Barnett and Dr. Marina Jansen and Sunday Morning Magazine with Professor Stephen Landsberg. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 106.9 webpage. Click on the on-air tab, then Sunday mornings, and look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of good health for our heart and our brain. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Have a great day.